right, all right. Can everybody hear me okay? Sounding good? Bro, mic's turned up. Things are cool. and minerals for taste it says approximately 7.4 I can't remember what that exactly means I was watching that show with Zac Efron I believe it's called Down to Earth and this guy on there he was like this water enthusiast I guess and basically he was kind of talking about how water should be like at a certain ph balance and if it's like super high it's like almost not good for you so i don't know what that is on that scale might need to do some research on that but anyways everybody you know the deal you know the vibes what is going on everybody yo 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 Shout out to the boy Charlemagne uh, for the yo-yo-yos, but uh, welcome everybody back to another episode of the Truth Podcast. I am your host, Neek Robinson. Uh, I want to shed some love and positivity in your guys' lives, uh, but today I want to start off something serious. Uh, I wanted to take a moment of silence uh, for the memory of Breonna Taylor, uh, who we all know that we've seen in the news uh, she was a beautiful black queen uh, that was killed in Louisville by the Louisville Police Department. Uh, very sad, tragic death. She died in her home uh, after the police officers broke into her home. Uh, and this week, uh, it came to light that basically she got no justice whatsoever. Uh, and, you know... I'm just at a loss for words with the whole thing, man. Uh, you know, this is, this girl lost her live life like over a hundred days ago, uh, and like a hundred and twenty days or something crazy like that. And to see that she gets no justice is just downright sickening. Uh, and I at least wanted to acknowledge the story and you know just. There's nothing that, like, you know, my platform can do for that situation specifically, but I think that having the conversation and talking about it is something that I need to do. Uh, you know, as a half-black man uh, in this world, you know, that that's a situation that could happen to anybody. It could happen to me. Uh, it could happen to my brother. It could happen to anybody that I know. And uh, there's this quote out there that says... I believe it's a threat to just uh, an injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So that statement, I think, holds up through and through. Uh, and for Breonna Taylor and her family to not get the justice that she fucking deserved is just so disgusting and vile. And I there's nothing else that I can really say but I do want to take a moment of silence so I'm just going to pause for a second and you know just kind of bask in Brianna Taylor's memory uh, just for a moment here alright guys but yeah, so I think that, like, those conversations need to be had, though, uh, and, you know, anybody that's backing up the police officers in this situation or trying to justify the killing of this woman is, you're disgusting, uh, but, you know, whatever, bro, you're just, yeah, we'll leave it at that, but, uh, yeah, man, but today, you know, obviously, I wanted to... You know, hop on here. It is a beautiful Friday night uh, here on the Truth Podcast as I'm recording this. Uh, and you know what? I wanted to 
go ahead and do another Reddit story for you guys today. I'm sorry that this podcast is going up late. Uh, you know, I had a lot of homework this week, and then today I had uh, a little uh, event. You boys kind of working on some new gigs and some new jobs right now. Uh, I got to film for uh, CISN TV, which is uh, the Central Iowa Sports Network uh, today. So recorded for Ankeny Centennial uh, and Ames High School uh, today, so that that was a pretty fun time, you know, got to work the camera a little bit, and, uh, you know, do a, do a different project, man, I'm always into doing stuff like that, so, uh, that was fun, I spent my entire Friday evening kind of doing that, you know, and watching some high school football, can't, go, can't complain, uh, and I'm not mad about it, so, and, you know, that's gonna probably open up more opportunities for that down the road as well, so, you know, it's a win-win for everything, so, uh, but yeah, I wanted to just kind of apologize for the story or for the podcast going up late, uh, you know, and I wanted to just hop on here on this beautiful Friday night, uh, as I'm sitting here enjoying this beautiful, uh, bottle of water from core. And also I'm going to finish off this wine, I think from barefoot as well. Got a little bit under half of the bottle drank on the last podcast. So kind of wanted to, you know, get a little bit more intoxicated, I guess, on the on the potter for you guys, you know, whatever. I think that the last podcast wasn't terrible from what I heard, but, you know, it's cool because this is my potter, so we can do whatever we want. Yeah, shout out to the barefoot, bro. It's pretty good, bro. I don't know if, like, I know that wine enthusiasts out there... They say, like, you're supposed to let certain wines breathe, but I don't know. This pink Moscato, bro, it's pretty fire. Bottled in California, and it says on the bottle, deliciously sweet. I can fuck with that. I can mess with that. Uh, But anyways, man, we'll kind of dive into some stories here. Uh, You know, I wanted to... The story that we're going to dive into today, uh, just to preface, is kind of... It's definitely a little bit more heavy uh, than something that I've typically done. Uh, but I also, you know, this is the truth podcast and we talk about the truth here. We, you know, regardless of what it is, uh, the, these are situations that happen. Uh, and, you know, I wanted to, you know, raise awareness for what is going on in this situation. Uh, there's not any uh, abuse or anything like that, uh, but it is very a very sad uh, story, and it involves a child as well. Uh, but like I said, no abuse of any kind is done, and there's nothing like uh, like that calls, I believe, for a trigger warning. Maybe like uh, if you suffer from alopecia, which is basically like a hair loss, uh, and it attacks like your hair follicles, uh, then this might be a sensitive topic for you to listen to, but... Uh, you know, if this, if that's something that you don't want to listen to today, then that'll be my trigger warning for this story. Uh, but this is something that I wanted to talk about because I think that there is some, um, some beauty behind this story, uh, that needs to kind of be shed to light, uh, and kind of the sentiment behind all of it. And also just raising awareness for alopecia as well. Um, but today's story is titled, uh, wife's parenting technique is negatively impacting our five-year-old daughter. So this is just a story about, uh, it is coming from the husband's perspective, uh, in this relationship, which we'll kind of discuss later. Uh, but we'll kind of just dive right into this today. So, uh, if you guys don't know what this is, basically I've go on to this uh, Reddit subreddit of relationship underscore advice. Uh, and we basically just talk about a situation uh, that has happened. It's just a little story. And yeah, we kind of dive into it and basically give our thoughts and that's it. And then we move on and uh, we talk about some news afterwards. But uh, we will go ahead and dive into t- t- uh, into today's story. So Uh, The husband starts off by saying, My five-year-old daughter has alopecia. 
It's an autoimmune disease, for those that don't know, that attacks the hair follicles. Usually hair that falls out doesn't grow back at all, but sometimes it will. It can infect the t entire body. My little girl was diagnosed at two and has so far only lost her hair, lost hair on her head. There are huge patches on the top of her head that are completely bald now. There's no cure and her mom and I had decided to avoid risky treatment options currently available since she's so young. Yeah, bro, this is almost like a tearjerker, bro. It's just so sad to kind of read about this, but we'll kind of continue. The older she gets, the more aware of her condition she obviously is. She spends a lot of time with her cousins and little girlfriends that are similar similar ages, and she mentioned to me countless times that she wishes she had their hair. It breaks my heart as her father. I've taken her to a few play dates, and kids that have never met her always ask her about her hair. She parades off the explanation of the disease to them that her mother, that her mom has taught her uh, and acts shy the rest of the time that she is there. At home, she has a doll that has different wigs that she loves playing with and changing them. I worry that my wife is not putting our daughter's feelings and concerns first. She made a Facebook post about Alopecia Awareness Month with some pictures of our daughter's hair loss and showed them to her. Our little one got sad seeing the pictures uh, pictures of the back of her head where, her, uh, in quotes, basically it's saying where the hair loss is worst and asked if she could get a wig like her dolly. Her mom said, quote unquote, absolutely not. You know, uh, you are just as beautiful as everyone else and you don't need one. As true as this is, I just want my little girl to be to feel confident and beautiful. My wife believes that the best thing to do about her hair loss is to completely ignore it and just mention what alopecia is, do is to everyone who asks about her hair. I thought that it, this was a good idea at first because I too want my child to love herself as she is. However, since she has brought these issues up onto her, on her own, uh, changes changes the way I look at the situation. And if she wants a wig or hats or whatever to feel quote unquote normal, then I want to do that for her. Kids are so kids are also so super cruel, and disease or not. I worry that she will eventually be bullied due to this. How do I approach this topic with my wife and show her that this parenting technique is hurting our daughter? Ah, oh, man. Yeah. So, dude, like, the whole entire story is is definitely heavy, bro, uh, to say the least. I think that, you know... This disease of alopecia, you know, it's something that I haven't been, like, specifically made aware of. I've heard about it and read about it a little bit. Uh, but, like, reading, like, even the comments on this, I see that there's a lot of people that actually have alopecia. And uh, it's definitely something that I kind of want to raise awareness to as well. Uh, and it, it, it really kind of threw me for a loop, man. There's a couple of things here. Uh with this story basically so something that i kind of wanted to dissect was how when he was talking about his wife uh saying absolutely not like you're uh you know you're just as beautiful as everyone else and you don't need a wig uh to her daughter i get the sentiment behind that statement you know i think that uh that's something that you know with women specifically, like, women are very judged over their looks, and, you know, you want to be able to uplift women, all women as well, like, that, you know, that you're beautiful, and that, you know, the way that you look doesn't really matter, and, you know, you're just as beautiful as everybody else out there, uh, because I think that the way that society works, man, like, it's, it's disgusting, really, to kind of see how poorly women are treated, 
compared to men and like men often like you know just don't even like really think before they speak when it comes to a girl's looks and that's something that you know I want to be cognizant of I'm sure that as a man like I've messed up as well uh in my past you know but I think that you know as I'm like going through school and like learning about women's rights and you know studying different uh, aspects of women's studies, uh, I think it, it's definitely shed a lot of light on it, you know, and like learning about what women go through uh, that I personally don't need to worry about as a man uh, is something that, you know, I want to be able to help elevate the voices of women that are going through different issues that men don't have to face. So that's something that uh, it was really surprising to me that the mom wasn't willing to do something for her daughter that was feeling like she she wanted to be like everybody else that she uh sees with her friends and everything like that she wouldn't get her a wig or even a hat or anything like that just due to the fact that like a lot of women end up getting makeup and things of that nature like i just feel like you know the idea of what society has brought on to our women i think that it's it seems like odd that you know i would i would almost understand this story if it was coming from the wife's perspective and the dad was the one that was being a shithead basically to their daughter uh but you know it, it definitely is odd that the that the dad was the one writing this story and he's the one that, you know, wants to help his daughter, you know, f- quote unquote, feel normal. Because I think that like, you know, I get the whole preface, man. Like, you know, in past relationships, I've always told and like, even like my friends that I have that are girls, you know, I always tell them like, you know, you look really good without makeup. You look beautiful without makeup and all these things. But I know that that's not about me and it's not about what I like about them. You know, it's about their image that they want to present to the world, you know, and what they can do to make themselves feel pretty on the inside and the outside, then, you know, more power to you, sis. That's, that's what, like, I, I get the, I get the entire story on that. Uh, and, you know, makeup isn't, it isn't for dudes. It's not for, you know, women to want to impress dudes. It's just like, they want to feel pretty. So, you know, and they want to feel beautiful. So I think that, for the mom to kind of take that sentiment and that that feeling away from her daughter like that, just, you know, it, it's definitely a, a mixed emotions on that because I feel like, you know, I, I totally agree with the dad with him saying that, you know, kids are cruel, bro, like, and kids are just so, like, they don't think before they speak, man, and, you know, like, I'm sure that, a lot of people, if you've had something a little bit different about you than, you know, the typical person, that you're probably picked on for it. Like, I was a fat kid, so, like, you know, I was picked on for that as uh, a kid in, like, elementary school, you know. And, you know what, you either learn to adapt and suppress it, or, you know, you can stick up for yourself. You know, so I ended up being super funny, uh, and, you know, kind of overcame that, and, you know... I was well-liked throughout school as well. So, you know, that's just, it's the way that, like, you kind of carry yourself. Uh, And, you know, that's kind of led me into, you know, having friends of all different walks of life. And it's happened to, uh, you know, I'm a big believer in, like, not judging a book by its cover. You know, it doesn't matter who comes up and, and talks to me. I think that, like, if you have some kindness in your heart that's kind of extruding from your being, then I'm always willing to have a conversation with you. You know, I've had numerous conversations with like people that are homeless, people that, you know, are down on their luck, people that, you know, have come from different stories that have been different from my own, uh, you know, and I'm not one to judge. So, you know, I think that like I've, I have friends that are girls that, you know, are bald as well you know i get it and i think that i definitely want to take the initiative and like just tell people you know to not judge a book by its cover you know when you see a girl 
I think that like in this situation uh, with like the kids out there, you know, uh, a lot of times when we see women out in the universe, out in the world, uh, and they are bald or don't have hair, basically, or have like shorter hair in a sense, uh, we often like compare that to like a sickness or uh, compare that to something like cancer or things of that nature. Uh, and you know, with, with his daughter, I think that, and with the wife saying that basically she wants her, her daughter to basically state what alopecia is every time that she's asked about her hair, that seems so wrong to me. And that seems like something that like she shouldn't have to go through. And, you know, I would hope that people would just kind of mind their business and just love this girl for who she is as a person you know regardless of if she has alopecia or you know or if she wants to wear her hair short like who cares bro that's like the whole thing is like we have to like learn not to judge people by the way that they look bro like as long as they're like a good human being who cares bro like looks are so subjective too and it's like something that's like from the eye of the beholder, like the statement that they always say, uh, you know, and I think that I, I hope that the wife kind of comes around uh, here and, you know, especially like as a like the daughter to mom relationship. I think that that's so that's so needed. And, you know, for the daughter to feel like the mom isn't going to help her feel pretty there's gotta be there's gotta be some very emotional uh turmoil like a lot of emotional turmoil that could be happening as the the daughter grows older as well so um i'm definitely sending my thoughts and uh just prayers out to this family and i really hope that they get through this man because you know that that should never have to be a conversation that you should have to have with every single person you know like a lot of people like with alopecia that i'm reading in the comments like they've said that they've had it and basically everywhere that they go they either wear a wig or they wear something like a hat and they feel like they uh can kind of float under the radar when that happens but when they don't wear a wig or a hat then it's always like this big conversation and i think that like you know i i totally understand that dude and like that's something that like i wouldn't want to talk about like i wouldn't want to talk about something that's wrong with me every single time that i'm you know seeing a new person or whatever like you know if i'm like going through a sickness or going through cancer or whatever the case may be you know, that's something that I don't want to always worry about and always talk about, you know, so I think that like giving people their privacy and like, you know, if it's something that they want to talk about specifically, then like you can, you can ask or whatever, you can ask questions. But, you know, I think that like respecting people's boundaries and, you know, what they're going through in their real day to day lives, uh, I think is something that needs to be done a lot more. Uh, but like I said, Sending my thoughts and prayers out to this family, man, and I hope that they get through it because uh, that's definitely a tough situation to kind of get through. Um, but, yeah, man, this uh, concludes the uh, the Reddit segment for today. We'll kind of dive into some other little topics to kind of bring the mood back up. Uh, but just wanted to, you know, share the love and positivity to all the women out there as well. Uh, especially all my black queens out there as well uh, with everything that's going on right now. Uh, I want to just, you know, tell you guys that you matter and that you all, all are beautiful. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to have validation from me. But, you know, just go out there and slay, slay your ish, queen. That's all that I have to say with that. Uh, but today we'll kind of dive into some topics as well, man. Uh, so... Obviously, we talk about a lot of fashion. We talk a lot of a lot about uh, shoes. We talk a lot about gaming stuff like that, uh, music, all of that stuff. So we'll kind of dive into some topics here. I'm gonna start, I think, with uh, this possible collaboration that was hinted uh, here a few days ago. So. 
Drum roll, please. Alright. Two brands have decided to team up. Thought that this was kind of just out of the blue, really, when I saw this. I, I was super, like, I was kind of I was kind of excited about it, but I was like, huh, I wonder what this is going to be like. So, Gucci and the North Face, T's upcoming collaboration. Saw this on the North Face's Instagram the other day, and I was like, holy buckets, this might be pretty darn fire, my friend. So, uh, this story that I found on Hypebeast as well uh, is written by Ambrose Lang. And uh, Ambrose starts off by saying, Following a, pre per uh, following a premium collaboration with MM6, Mason Margiela, the North Face is back with another high fashion partnership, this time with Gucci. While collaborative releases are nothing new for TNF, with the brand having worked with the likes of Junya Wannabe, uh, Supreme, Hender Scheme, and Brain Dead, to name a few, this will be the first of, for the for them in terms of working with such a large luxury fashion house. In a statement re reiterated to Hype Beast, the North Face said. Gucci and the North Face confirms that they will be bringing a collab collaboration to life in the coming months that celebrates the rich heritage of both brands. Although Gucci is not relatively known for its technical outerwear, it will be interesting to see how the luxury label will, de will deviate from its traditional co coats and uh, jackets in wool and leather, and into the North Face world of outdoor recreation. Uh, apart from the video teasers below, not much is known about the upcoming project. Nevertheless, stay tuned for more news on this collaboration in the coming weeks. So yeah, uh, basically like Gucci and Instagram or Gucci and uh, the North Face basically just kind of posted some videos online uh, on Instagram and. You know, it was just kind of teasing the the collaboration, man, and I'm kind of super excited about it. Uh, it was nothing like super crazy, like the the shots in here are super cool, uh, and they got like a nice flag uh, that says Gucci or the North Face Gucci. Uh, so it's got the North Face logo with just Gucci on the bottom, uh, and it, it's super cool, man. It's super cool, and I'm I'm kind of excited to see what the collection is gonna look like. Uh, cause like Kai Beast was saying, you know, the North Face is this very outerwear and, uh, you know, is very like, you're supposed to beat the North Face stuff that you get up. Basically it's like made to, you know, be out in these, in these different elements, you know, being out in the mountains and out in the wilderness and all that. That's what the North Face is for, and Gucci just like is like almost the exact opposite of that. It's like very high end fashion, and you know stuff that you can like wear to very formal events. And it'll be interesting to kind of see what they come up with with the collaboration. I'm hoping that it's gonna be more uh, North Face prices, uh, but I'm assuming anything with Gucci uh, attached to it is going to bring about a premium price tag so uh i will definitely be expecting that i probably won't cop anything from the collection but it is something that i kind of wanted to share on the pod so uh to let you guys know that there's some the, some fire stuff cooking up over on the north face and gucci uh brands so uh we'll dive into some other things here we'll go into the world of video games uh this is something that was very personal to me when i was a kid uh halo 3 celebrated its 13 year anniversary <coughs> all right bro so like i might be aging myself here but that really does not seem like that was 13 years ago that that game came out because i remember like being with my cousins and my brother bro we would grinding this game grinding when i tell you grinding i mean staying up until 4 a.m drinking mountain dews dr peppers sprites and 
getting busy on the maps, on the ghosts, on the, uh, what do they call them, the warthog or warhogs, something like that. Grabbed the bazookas, grabbed all the guns that you could ever get, and went to absolute town. Shout out to the core water once again for breaking up my crackly voice. It sucks, bro. <clears throat> but yeah, dude, it, it doesn't seem like that was 13 years ago. Like, wow. That 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 to me just kind of threw me for a loop because, uh, you know, I grew up on that game, really. Uh, that's like one of my first memories really very very vivid memories that i remember about playing video games like all the time uh so that was something that like you know we'd go over to our cousin's house and you know we would game for hours and all night long uh just playing this game all together all four of us so that was something that you know definitely kind of took me down memory lane uh and you know it was kind of interesting to see that and you know it Kind of brought back some fond memories to me for a second there. So that was always good to see that. Uh, but definitely happy anniversary to uh, the Halo 3 game, man. That's something I'll probably have to buy again, honestly. Like, because I always, uh, always kind of have this idea envisioned in my mind, you know. Like, when I get, like, my own house and things of that nature, like, I'm probably going to have, like, a dedicated space or room or maybe even have it in the living room. Uh, but I'm going to have, like, all of the video game stations that I grew up on. So, GameCube, PS2, might even grab a PS1 as well. Uh, I've been definitely grinding on the uh, the PSP lately. Uh, I've been grabbing a lot of older games that I either played a lot as a kid or uh i didn't get a chance to play and that i thought were really cool uh but just ended up never copying so uh that's been a fun thing to kind of revisit man and uh you know i'm definitely gonna have to dive into the ps2 stuff as well i'm gonna have to find a ps2 man that's like so hard to do bro because i remember like even like probably like eight years ago when a lot of these older stations were like being phased out like a GameCube was like thirty bucks, bro, and now like you're paying like a hundred bucks for it because everybody has like older ones that they've been just kind of saving or whatever. And good luck finding like a original GameCube with the packaging like that. That would be absurd if you could find something like that. And I'm sure that somebody could price that at a very very hefty price tag. Uh, so, yeah, if you're looking into older game stations, bro, definitely, definitely, I would do that probably now because it's probably only going to get worse uh, as time progresses. And, you know, especially, like, with this quarantine stuff, like, I feel like games have been flying off the shelves and people have been diving into this this hobby of video gaming even more so. Uh, so, definitely something that I would like to have uh down the road as well you know when i end up buying my own house and things of that nature uh you know to just kind of have that sense of nostalgia kind of in my home you know i'm a very 90s aesthetic uh cat and I, I love like you know everything that i grew up on man and like you know i still rock like with the ipods and stuff like that yeah you probably haven't heard that term in a while uh the ipods was legendary back in the day uh, and like the Game Boys and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's something that I'm still super big on, you know, and I, I try to find the time to, you know, let my nostalgia run through my mind a little bit uh, every now and again. So, that's something that I'm big on. So, yeah, shout out to Halo. Uh, then we'll kind of dive into uh, the last couple of topics and the topic of music. Uh, Definitely a couple of projects that I wanted to bring up. Uh, first, we'll start off with Travis Scott and Young Thug. And I think uh, another artist by the name of M.I.A. Uh, I'm not too familiar with her work. I believe it's a girl uh, that's that was singing on this record. Uh, I believe that th that is her. That's this Miss M.I.A. Uh, but... 
yeah, I'll probably have to get familiar with her as well because her part in there was pretty fire, I think. So, um, but Travis Scott, Young Thug, MIA dropped a song called Franchise, uh, and Travis Scott is this is his track basically, uh, and they dropped a music video for it as well today. So I made sure that I had to watch that before I hopped on the pod. Uh, and dude, the music video is super fire. It's filmed at uh, Michael Jordan's mansion in Chicago. Uh, so it has the big 23 on the gate. Uh, and it starts off with uh, a couple of scenes and a couple of uh, shots from uh, the Bulls documentary, uh, which I thought was super cool to kind of add that in. Uh, and there was a lot of like 90s aesthetic things that were kind of portrayed out throughout the video as well uh and it seemed like a majority of it was shot on film as well or at least like made into that film look uh and just the creative direction of this music video was just absolutely insane uh travis scott definitely does not disappoint in that department uh the song is also really fire as I think, in, in my opinion as well, uh, something that I can definitely see myself, you know, getting groovy with in the car or something, you know, feeling the vibes or playing it out on the stereo or whatnot. Uh, so yeah, that's something that uh, if you are looking for some new music, definitely check out the new Travis Scott, Young Thug, and M.I.A. record. Definitely, would definitely recommend that. So I'm um, going to take another water break here for a second. Yeah, bro, you got to stay hydrated, bro. I'm just telling you. That's what you really, really have to do, bro. I didn't even really drink much wine. I've had one drink, bro. Never mind, never mind. We'll kind of get into this other stuff. So, this is absolutely insane. So, basically, it is the five-year anniversary of... Bryson Tiller's Trap Soul album. So, I've been kind of seeing Bryson Tiller, uh, you know, kind of working in the shadows the the past couple of months. I'm a huge Bryson Tiller fan. Uh, And this past week, he announced that uh, he was going to be dropping a deluxe version of Trap Soul. Uh, and this is followed by a merch line, and uh, he dropped a music video uh, today as well. Music video was super fire. It kind of, uh, it really, honestly, it flashed me back to 2015 uh, when this album came out. Uh, that was definitely a good time in my life, you know. Kind of, I remember this album specifically because this album was everywhere. This man, this this one album, his debut album took him around the world and that's kind of the the story that was definitely portrayed throughout the music video uh and it was very story heavy uh i think that it was kind of talking about uh his his like past love life i think from kind of the vibe that i was getting uh and it, it was a really good music video bro like i think that bryson tiller's work is always very calculated uh, and, you know, it was interesting to see him kind of revamp this project, and he, I think this is, uh, like, almost like a teaser for new music that he's getting ready to drop as well, and I think that on this, uh, Trap Soul Deluxe album, there's a couple of songs that are extended, uh, and there's a couple of more songs as well that haven't been released to the public as well, so I'm definitely gonna have to dive into that. Uh, probably will blare that on the stereo tomorrow uh, and just kind of feel the vibes for my Saturday morning, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, man, super, super hyped on the uh, on the Bryson Tiller Trap Soul stuff. Uh, definitely one of the goats. And, you know, I can admire the way that Bryson Tiller, his creative, uh, his creative mind works, you know, because I feel like... <laughs> He obviously like released uh, another album back in 2017. Uh, I believe it was called "Set It Off." If I'm not mistaken, I could be butchering that. That might have been his tour, uh, but yeah, that album definitely didn't hit as hard as Trap Soul did uh, for all of his fans out there. Uh, you know, but it, it's hard to 
kind of follow that masterpiece up because like dude i swear that trap soul like really does not have skips like i'm definitely gonna have to get that on vinyl because i'm a huge vinyl guy uh but that that record man through and through is so solid like i find myself revisiting that project probably like once a month almost like you know if i'm wanting to kind of be in the vibes uh you know and feel some soul music I'm either throwing on some like Daniel Caesar or some Bryson Tiller or somebody like that, bro. Like that, that stuff is such a vibe. And Bryson Tiller is nothing short of that. And the Trap Soul album was absolutely fire. Uh, so definitely excited to uh, dive into that project that I'll probably be doing tomorrow. Uh, and the last topic that I kind of wanted to touch on was. One of my favorite projects, uh, when this came out as well, this came out in 2014, I believe. Uh, no, it would be 2013. Jesus, because I cannot do math. Uh, but Drake's Nothing Was the Same album debuted seven years ago. Seven years, bro. 2014, 2013 was seven years ago. That does not seem physically possible. I don't know where the time has gone. Like I said, I'm probably aging myself. But, you know, that that's just what comes with, like, getting older, man. Like, it's, it's so crazy. Uh, but, yeah, dude, Nothing Was The Same is honestly, like, one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, you know, this, this, re- <laughs> this record, bro. I need to get this on vinyl, too. Oh, my God. I swear to God, dude. It is so far. It is so far. Uh, obviously, it starts off with the beautiful, beautiful song of Tuscan Leather. Uh, dude, absolutely slaps. A six-minute slapper. Uh, can't go wrong. Furthest Thing is the second track. Also, another banger. Uh, and then, obviously, we have one of the main hits from the album uh, that was basically everywhere. It was on the radio, everything. Uh, was started from the bottom. We all know that record was super fire. Uh, then we got tracks like Wu Tang Forever, Own It, and Worst Behavior. Also got a lot of love back then. Uh, one of my personal favorites on this album. Uh, I played it on I think two podcasts ago. Uh, it is From Time by Janae Iko and Drake. Uh, dude so far and i am a huge janae Iko fan as well she is one of the finest women on this planet uh and you know you can't go wrong with some janae Iko, bro like just throw that throw that joint on bro like she never misses i swear like i don't know what it is bro big sean is a lucky man to have a beautiful goddess like that. I'm just letting you know that right now. But anyways, enough fanboying right now. Uh, then we have a beautiful track as well that got a lot of love and a lot of radio play as well as if I remember correctly uh, was just hold on, we're going home. Uh, just hold on, we're going home. Like that. That was so fire, bro. That was so fire back in the day. Uh, next we got connect. Uh, and also, I think another one of the sleepers that I used to play all the time was The Language uh, by Drake. And that one definitely slaps in the car. If you're looking for some music, that one has got it. That's, that's got to go on the that's got to go on the top of the playlist, bro. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, once you listen to that, you're going to be like, yo, if you never heard it before, you're going to be like, yo, dig that joint is a slapper. And you know, you can thank your boy for some new music, but, uh, then we got 305 to my city, also another banger, uh, then we got another sleeper as well, which is actually, I think the song that I'm gonna play for you guys at the end of the Potter is titled Too Much, uh, and that one is absolutely beautiful, bro, I think that, I think it's Sampha that is, uh, doing a lot of the background vocals in that one, uh, and it is super hard and super, super groovy, uh, so I love that track as well. One of my all-time favorites for this one uh, is also Pound Cake and Paris Morton Music. 
and that one, dude, is just Pound Cake was such a banger, bro. Like this whole album, I'm telling you, is so so sick, uh, and it's something that you know I've definitely revisited even prior to learning that this joint was seven years old uh i like to revisit a lot of drake's old music to kind of you know see what it is uh what it was then and then what it is now because uh, you know the stuff ages like fine wine bro i swear uh last two tracks are come through another banger uh and all me uh with two chains as well so dude the whole track list has been in my rotation for years now, for seven years, basically. Uh, you know, so definitely something that I've been into for such a long time. Uh, and I'm, it, it, it baffles me that it, it, that, that was seven years ago. Uh, but you know what? Time's only going to get like, time's only going to keep moving forward so you know and with that will come me growing older and wiser as well so you know i find a lot of beauty in growing older you know and learning new things and failing at things and finding success in other things and you know there, there's a lot of beauty that can come from that as well so uh but yeah dude i think that that's kind of kind of uh, that's gonna kind of conclude today's potter uh yeah man we talked about a lot talked about uh, a little bit of everything on the little spectrum i still got a lot of different topics that i'll probably talk about uh in the upcoming episodes and stuff like that a uh, little housekeeping on monday i'm going to be dropping a podcast with my boy riz aka rio kasan uh the, he is the creative director and owner of Full Moon, uh, which is a brand based here in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, super dope stuff. I help out with their brand a lot. Uh, do a lot of their photos and video work for them. Uh, so super excited to catch up with a good friend of mine, uh, of Rio Kassam. And yeah, man, I hope I hope that you guys enjoy that one because that one, basically the potter that I'm trying to run now is just you know, an open conversation, you know, we talk about a lot, we talk about, uh, you know, talk about removing, like, ego and stuff like that, we talk just about really everything, we, like, explore spirituality a little bit, uh, and, you know, just talk about everything that's kind of happened in our lives and what has gotten us to where we are today, uh, you know, from both aspects, from my story and his, uh, so, you know, it, it's definitely, Something that I would love to look back on here in a couple of years as well. So that's kind of the, the format that I'm going to be going for instead of just like, you know, doing a question and then an answer. It's just going to be, you know, an open conversation and I'm just going to turn on the mics and we're going to have a couple of waters, a couple of drinks or whatever and just vibe out and feel the vibes. That's the vibe that I'm going for with the podcast, you know. And if you guys want to be on the podcast, if you guys are one of my friends listening, or, you know, if you're not a friend and you want to hop on the podcast as well and, like, we can get acquainted, uh, definitely hit me up because I am always down to have new guests. Uh, you know, I don't reach out to guests as much, especially, like, with the whole COVID thing, but we can always meet up at a coffee shop or we can uh, even do a virtual podcast. I can figure all that out and figure out the logistics of that. I'm always down to do something like that. But... Yeah, man. Uh, I will see you guys on Monday. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys off with a beautiful track, like I said, since I've been fanboying over this Drake track list this whole podcast. Well, the past like five minutes, ten minutes or whatever. But uh, today you are going to be listening to Too Much by Drake. So you are now listening to Too Much by Drake and Sampha, I believe, is the other brother's name that is doing the background vocals. Uh, super dope track. Uh, but anyways, guys, please remember to love everybody out there and send some love uh to the beautiful black women that you have in your life, especially, uh, definitely is some is a group of people that does not get enough love and praise that they should. Uh, so definitely wanted to be an advocate and uh, show my support to the black queens out there in the world today. Uh, but anyways, guys, 
That is it for today's episode. My name is Neek Robinson. I will catch you guys on the next episode of the Truth Podcast on Monday. And I'll see you guys next Friday as well for another episode as well. So peace and love to you all. I'll see you guys very, very soon. Love you all. Peace.